It's the Prep Rally Podcast, the only podcast in the state dedicated to prep sports. Brought to you by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Here's your host, Chip Souza. This is the Prep Rally Podcast. I'm Chip Souza. I'm joined today by Henry Apple batting in the two-hole. Got Leland Barclay batting in three-hole and Ricky Fires batting last. Clean up, right? Oh, clean up. Okay. okay. Clean up, clean yeah. up on aisle three, Ricky Fires. That's yep. that's going to be your specialty. Yep. So this is the Prep Rally Podcast. We bring it to you every week, and we're talking prep sports from the tip of Arkansas up by Omaha, Omaha, like Peyton Manning, Omaha, mm-hmm. down to Waldron and from Lamar over to the state line there just on the other side of Van Buren, Fort Smith, wherever that – Arkansas River runs through. I'm geographically challenged, Leland, so I'm not exactly sure where the river comes through. But somehow it goes west. through both Fort Smith and Van Buren. I don't even know how that's possible. But west. Anyway, Just say go. west. Just west. There you go. So we got, uh, Henry, I know you know this, 74 high schools that we follow. That sounds about right. 44 of them who play football. Football. And so we have a vast area, and we try to stay on top of it. So right now we're going to talk a little football. Last week was the third week of the football season. Yes. So a lot of teams played last week. A lot of teams no play this week. They're taking this week off to kind of yeah, heal up before conference that. play. Yeah. Now, Leland down in the River Valley, the 6A West, which there's 37 teams in apparently, uh, they started their conference play last week. And we had Greenwood. Uh, Leland, they did not have to go to a final walk-off touchdown in last week's game. No dramatic comeback. No Hail Marys were necessary. No. Greenwood scored three touchdowns in the first quarter, added three more in the second quarter, and cruised to a 49 nothing win Mountain over Mountain home. Mountain home. Yes, sir. So they are off to a 1-0 start in the 6A West. Leland, I, I was uh, on with Rex Nelson uh, last Friday night, and uh, they were discussing the 6A West, and, and uh, 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 Rex called it like the – it's like the uh, – what the SEC West 2.0. It's, it is – it is an incredibly, incredibly deep and talented conference, and this one's going to be a roller coaster ride from last week until the end of the season. It is going to be very, very, very fun to watch yes. and to cover and to write about and to talk to coaches about, and uh, it's it's going to be a fun one for us. Yeah, I would not want to be on the sidelines uh, or, or, I guess, in the meeting rooms. Uh, trying to formulate game plans for some of these teams. Boy, quarterback play in that conference is outstanding, and and that that's even with Van Buren hasn't even had their quarterback for a couple of weeks. He's been out. Bryce Perkins has been out, uh, but he'll be back. They've not yet played a game with Malachi Henry in the lineup. So Van Buren's off to what 0 and 3 start. 0 and 2. 0 and 3. 0 and 2. 0 and 2. But their best players haven't seen the field yet. So, well, uh, Malachi Henry was all smiles at practice yesterday. Okay. As he was catching practice, okay. catching passes. Okay, so he'll hey, be you know, back. You talk about the great quarterbacks in that league. Look at Greenwood. They got outstanding senior quarterback and a freshman phenom yeah. at quarterback. Well, they may, anybody else would love to have. Well, Greenwood's also got a good one at Elkins, and they have another <laughs> yeah. one over now. He's our player of the week. <laughs> Man, so, Greenwood's actually got four quarterbacks, but two of them are at different schools. Uh, so, so well, lots three of, of them are all three third. of them because Cole Kendall is Cole, at Mansfield. That's right. That's right. So, you know, Green so they Wood. got quarterbacks like back home. Uh, they got Skeeters back home, and, yeah. and they just breed quarterbacks down there at they Greenwood. Do. They do. Good athletes. Uh, so, Greenwood with a big win to open up conference play there. Uh, back to non conference play. Uh, Leland, you were over at the uh, at the Northside Fayetteville game, a game that our 
boy here to my yeah. right, our Bad. cleanup hitter. Bad. Uh, this is why he's batting last. Does he miss this one so badly? He missed it. It was it's ended up being he picked Northside to, on a, with a bounce back after the loss to Greenwood, of course, the heartbreaking loss. But it was Fayetteville forty two twenty one over Northside. Ricky Fayetteville is not who we thought they were. Yeah. He lost four. I think he's told me yesterday at the touchdown or the the luncheon they lost thirty nine seniors off that team last yeah. year. And and so we, though what, what is it Henry though my the. My death is greatly exaggerated, or what, what yeah. is it, Mark Twain or somebody Rumors said? Rumors of my death have been greatly exaggerated. Greatly exaggerated. Fayetteville, they're they not dead, Ricky. they alive and well, and you know, it my should be 3-0. and oh. My ignorance right there, I'm going by all the guys. Said, oh, my God, they got uh, the quarterback, the receiver, big-time linebacker up there in Indiana. I said, who are these guys? Well, they stumbled a little bit at the outside, but my goodness, they went down there and put it on the, on the old Grizzlies they down did, there. They did, they did. So it was a horrible prediction, but I tell you what, it's not as bad as the guy who predicted that Alabama was the greatest team of all time before they even took the field. So I'll take the second-worst prediction. There you go. Now, Leland, you were at that game at the uh, Fayetteville and Northside game. How did Drake Lindsey look in that game for Fayetteville? He looked like a seasoned quarterback. Uh, you know, I saw him several times this summer, and uh, I know that Landon Schaefer's a, a great athlete too. He's he's the backup. Um, but, you know, he was off. He was playing baseball at uh, elite camps yep. and uh, tournaments and showcases this summer. So Drake Lindsay took most of the snaps uh, for Fayetteville this summer in 7-on-7. Seven and uh, I mean, he even looked good on the seven-on-sevens. He yeah. he does not look like a first-year starter. Uh, he looked looked very good. But I tell you that the difference I thought Friday night was really uh, Fayetteville's defense. Brooks Urechek was yeah. in Northside's backfield just about as much as uh, the running backs were. Uh, Fayetteville had six sacks in the game. Wow. Two, two solo sacks by uh, Urechek, and I think he was in on three other tackles for losses. So it was really uh, a defensive effort by Fayetteville that yeah. uh, was the difference. Now, obviously, you know, Fayetteville scored on all four of their first half possessions, all of drives over 65 yards, and then they scored on their first, uh, on the opening possession of the third quarter. So they were five for five before they missed a field goal early in the fourth quarter. That's a consistency right there. I mean, that is, you know, they're getting it done. They're moving the chains, Ricky, and they're not that. So if they're if they're doing that, uh, Leland, that means that they're they're not getting any big chunk plays. They're just continuously moving the chains. Yes, and I tell you, a big part of that was, and I know that uh, Casey Dick wanted to work on and develop a running game to yeah. go along with his passing game. Well, they did that because they had two running backs go over 100 yards on Friday night, which is the first time they've done that since I think it's 2015. Wow. So just add a running game uh, to their passing game. And it's, uh, you know, it's I think it's safe to say at this point that Fayetteville has reloaded. Tell you what, Ricky, uh, Drake Lindsay was at the uh, luncheon yesterday. Uh, we, we recognized Fayetteville football as the program of the week. Hey, he's a big old boy. Yeah, what, yeah. he's six foot four. Yeah, he's a big old boy. To, now, how is he related to Jim Lindsay? I believe it's a grandson. Grandson. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I know they've had a bunch of them play over there. Right? Yeah. So, well, good. He's got the uh, genetics. He's got the size, and uh, good for them. You know what? I 
I got to go back and get on my Fayetteville boys. I hope they uh, let me get back on that bandwagon. I don't know, Ricky. They were they were, they were talking bad about you. I, they, they, I deserve <laughs> it. <laughs> so, had that going on. Now, um, also uh, need to keep in mind, too, the game that Ricky and I went to, and I'm, Henry, I'm going to let you jump in here in a second. Ricky, you and I were over at the Rogers-Farmington game. It was Farmington at Rogers, the Rogers' first home game. Ricky, I don't, I don't know about this game. If I was more impressed with the way Rogers played or the way Farmington did not play. Farmington did not play disciplined football at all. Way too many penalties. Uh, you know, they just uh, – they did not look like a top-level team Friday night. And hopefully that's just a little bump in the road and they'll – J.R. get them – get their attention uh, this week. You know, you're exactly right. Now, I think they're going to – I think they're going to be okay because they got some talented players, but they made some uncharacteristic mistakes. Uh, what did you say? They jumped the uh, lineman downfield how many Four times? times? Four, Four times. Four times, yeah. You know, and they, they'll go back on the tape, and, and Jr. said, man, you can't go down the field. when uh, They get the, and a lot of mistakes. Um, you know, uh, even they'll our, be fine uh, in five eight. But Ricky, you can't you can't you can't get penalized 13, 14, 15 times and beat anybody. Anybody, I don't yeah. care if it's two way. Yeah. But uh, I think I think uh, Farmington's gonna be fine. But my goodness, I was really impressed with Rogers. I mean, this is not the old Rogers teams. No, no. They used to struggle. These guys are good, and there's a carryover from last year when they were nine and three. Now, so look out for Rogers. Now, Henry, you'll know this: the Cunningham brothers. Mm-hmm. Or at Rogers, both of them basketball guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been a huge asset to the Rogers football team. Uh, Chad Harbison went walking through the halls and looked looked and said, "Hey, y'all look like y'all can play some football. Come on!" and uh, and got that. So he got uh, the older Cunningham, I believe, is Ty Cunningham, and the other one is Cam Cam, Cam. Bam Cunningham. Uh-huh. Um, he's the he's the younger brother, and both of them scored touchdowns Friday yeah. night. So uh, nice pickups for Chad Harbison there, just walking the hallway and getting those kids to play. Yeah, you know what? That's sometimes that's why it takes it. Hey, I know you're a good basketball player. Let's go out here and play some football. And uh, uh, Cam picked up what was it? The interception yeah, return? Yeah, about about seventy about, about 70, seventy yards, seventy-two yeah. yards, seventy-two yards. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So and the other the older brother scored on a ninety-seven yard kickoff yeah, return. Big time, big time play. Yeah, Every Farm- time Farmington was trying to come back, uh, Roger was boom had right back answer. at him. Had an answer. Uh, and so Henry, let's talk about your game a little bit. Prairie Grove and Gravit. Yes, sir. So it was uh, the first regular season game at Gravit's uh, new turf surface. Ricky, uh, have you seen the pictures of the turf at, at, over Gravit? No. Wow, it looks, looks Henry, really, it nice. really nice. Really you nice. Know, and they I had get over there. You know, like a Gravit music festival outside the football state. I even saw somebody on horseback over there. Heck so yeah. you know, it was a <laughs> festive situation. But you know what they say. Everybody loves a party, but nobody likes a party pooper. There you go. And yeah. Prairie Grove, Prairie Grove wrecked it. Was a party pooper, <laughs> <laughs> uh, especially Ethan Miller, who the first two times he touched the ball was sixty-four and fifty-six-yard touchdown runs. If I remember, one was on a toss sweep to the right, and the other one was on a little pitch play to the left. And well, Henry, I'm not a math major, but that's a pretty good average on two carries. Oh yeah. Hey, Henry, how do you love the <laughs> wing T football? They've been doing it. Danny for that Danny Absher's been doing it for thirty something years, and they beat them, beat teams consistently. Uh, they just out uh, out execute them, and they're you know, they out physical you too. Yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're physically dominating, and like I've said a hundred times, when I go over there on occasion, nobody wraps up tackles wrap up to the ground better than the Prairie Grove Tigers. That's right. So that's right. And, they're and, not fancy, but yeah. they're effective. And Gravit did get within 23-14 to 14 in the second quarter. And I'm thinking, okay, we've got a game. But on the very next play, 
They're expecting Miller to get the ball and all that. Uh-uh. We're going to give it you a little wing-back counter, and oh, the kid took off 60-something yards please, for a touchdown. Please tell me the guard pulled on that play. And, oh, and yeah. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. And, you know, I asked uh, Danny Abshire about it. He just kind of grinned. He says, yep. He says, just when you think uh, you're going to expect one thing, we're fixing to give you something else. There you go. And sure enough. Now, Leland, our boy Robert Yates um, was down at Little Rock Friday, and he covered the game at – Little Rock Southwest, this was Little Rock Southwest against Rogers Heritage. Now, Ricky, these are two teams that have they've struggled. 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 They've struggled. Uh, Southwest in their third season as a varsity team under Daryl Patton, the former Fayetteville coach yep. at won four state championships. Rogers Heritage, a team that has uh, – I went through last night, Henry, and figured it up. They had not had a, a winning season since, what, 2015. Uh, and in fact, I think that season they went five and six, but it was a five and five regular season record. But like one and nine, four times in that span, zero oh and ten. But they started out the season two and zero. Oh. They go down to Southwest, and I tell you what, Leland Robert covered a great game. Heritage did lose for the first time this year, Ricky. It was thirty to twenty nine. Heritage yep. lost, but Leland, what I found most impressive was with eight minutes to go in the game. Southwest got the ball, and Ricky, they were, ran out of the dead tee, which is the Mike Melham offense from, from his days at Cabot, and they ran off all eight minutes of the fourth quarter clock. Out of the old wing tee? Out of the, out, 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 the, out of the dead tee. Out dead tee, The dead okay. tee, yes. Yeah. So, Leland, I thought that was pretty impressive. You know, I, uh, I went back and forth with Robert a couple of times, and uh, a couple of things he said was that he was very impressed with uh, how well coached Heritage is, which shouldn't surprise us, you know, doesn't surprise us all. Right. And how much Southwest is improving. You yes. know, they had a running back go for, I think, 247. They did. So it is two programs that's on the rise now. Playing in the 7A West and the 7A Central, uh, yeah, uh, you know, how much you know? <laughs> well, how much success does that mean? I don't know. But well, what it Leland, does you mean know, is that it's going to be a much better product on the field right. for both teams. What you're, what I'm saying, Leland, is uh, the success might not be on the scoreboard. It might be in, you know, look, look, what you know. We didn't have as many penalties. We didn't, you know, hurt ourselves as badly. We didn't, you know, do some of these things that that, that kill teams. And eventually, that's going to pay off. You know. But you're right. It's to, you're, if, if Robert said these are two teams that are getting better, you, whatever, he's exactly right. These are two teams that, that are going to – they're not going to just show up and wilt uh, whenever they play somebody. They're, they're going to show up, Ricky, and they're going to they're punch you in the mouth a few times. You know what? And they should, I think this uh, – I didn't realize about the Dick T, but Daryl Patton, that shows you how good a coach this guy's been through all the years. I remember being up here at Fayetteville and they had a big time passing game. Yeah. And now he's adapted to apparently to his personnel. Well he's got a he's got a big time running back and I think Patton said in the story that Robert wrote this kid he uh uh Daryl said this this is a D one level running back they okay. got. Okay. Well good. Yeah. Um so give good, him the ball. Good win for them. Thirty twenty nine. I tell you what, you can't get can't get a lot better than that, but to me, you run off the final eight minutes of a game, that's that's pretty impressive. You deserve to win. You deserve to win. Um, so we had that game. Also, but, the, but the one, uh, Leland, that uh, Walter Woody covered, uh, Walter's still trying to figure the stats on that game, I think. Did, did, did Walter ever get his stats posted from the win in, in Southside game? Yes, he okay. did. Two days later? He probably, he probably stayed up very late <laughs> to do it, though. So, Ricky, wow. 72-44. to 44. Win over Fort Smith Southside. 
Southside led in this game at one point, 38-28. 38-28. And then when, I think they scored, <laughs> I don't know how many points in the fourth quarter, but it was a lot. It was a lot of points. They scored four touchdowns in the fourth quarter. I think they outscored Southside 28-6 to just in the last quarter. Just in the last quarter. So that was a, a, a fun game. Uh, but but there, yeah, Leland, there's win in 5A. You know, they're another one of those teams in 5A that, you know, now that Pulaski Academy and Little Rock Christian are out of 5A, it's so wide open. And I know, I know Parkview is the number one right now, but, I mean, any number of teams could win this championship in 5A. It's going to be a lot of fun. Well, I, you know, I've said for many years that 5A football, Class 5A football, I think is the purest of all of them because it's, it's real simple. It's four conferences, eight teams each, and the top four go to the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right. You're right. You're right. You know what? I'd, I'd like to see in that game uh, when uh, when I was over in East Arkansas, Coach Campbell over yeah. there, and yeah. I saw D'Angelo Williams. Yeah. And, man, I will, but I thought, you know, Southside being the bigger school, I thought they'd handle them. But, my goodness, for when? Yeah. All, all the way over there, almost on the Arkansas River over there, come all the way over here at Fort Smith and score 72-plus points. On uh, Southside, oh, my goodness, impressive. Well, that's a, that's a little bit of a recap of, of what we had last week. Henry, got anything else on the recaps? Well, you talk about a couple of teams that were lighting up the scoreboard Friday night. Uh, Shiloh Christian yes, goes sir. over to Tulsa and lays 72 points on Victory Christian. And yeah. said, we'll teach you who the victors are yeah. around here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I was talking to Jeff Conway about it. You know, At one point early in the second quarter – Victory Christian intercepted the pass and scored and took a 13-12 to lead on Shiloh Christian. And I asked him, I said, what do you tell, tell your team? He says, I tell my quarterback, don't throw another pick six. <laughs> okay, answer Pretty good advice. Yeah. yeah answer take Because then Shiloh went back and scored 27 points in the, in the second quarter. They led like – uh, Thirty-nine to nineteen yeah. by halftime, and then couple, went two, on there. Take a couple possession uh, lead. Yeah, and then let's look at also and little bitty Quitman. Yeah, Gentry yeah. was trailing twenty-eight to twelve with about three minutes left in the first quarter. Now Quitman, a two A school, or they, they were a two A school, but, but they got. Little Rock Central's quarterback from last year transferred okay. equipment, and he—I looked at the tape. He was pretty good. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, Gentry comes alive and scores forty-four unanswered points and wins sixty-three to forty-one. It's uh, and also this week, Ricky uh, Gentry and P Ridge play. They're both two and zero. That's good. Uh, so that's good. So Bray Cook's got the Blackhawks over there off to a two and zero start. Yeah. And Gentry now last year I believe Gentry won his first six games. Is that right? I think so. I think they went six and zero before they lost their first game and it had a great season. Uh, so should be that should be a good game. Yeah, and and another one of those uh, were Pete Ridge trailed Huntsville six to nothing, suffered a fumble on their first, and I said, "Why do you tell your players to get yourself back?" He said, and Bray Cook says, "You know, I was going to give them a couple more minutes to get their act together." And then uh, we're fixing to have a talk. And, uh, no, I guess uh, some of the players took a hit. He said the captains of the team got together and said, hey, we got to get going. And next thing you know, 
they're in charge and won 35 to 6. 35 to 6. You know what made Bray Cook, like my dad used to look at me, just got the, just the yeah, look. Get that All look. it took was the look you right get that there. Look. Yeah. You better get after it. <laughs> Uh, so, as we mentioned before, uh, seven, uh, a lot of teams are off this week. Uh, although Bentonville is going to Kansas City Rockhurst for a game on Friday night, and I think Henry and your capsule, I think you said they've, they've played each other every year since 2012. Is that right? Some, or something this like that? is the ninth meeting between the two teams okay. since 2012. And Bentonville, it's been a good series. Yes. Bentonville has a 5-3 to three lead right now. Uh, Rockhurst was a team who they're one and two right now, but they played the team in uh, Liberty North, who some people think will win Class Six A in Missouri. It was a ten seven game Friday okay. night. Well, they'll be tough. Uh, and Rockhurst was driving late in the game and turned the ball over on downs. Mm. So yeah, Rockhurst uh, has been a power for twenty. So yeah, I, maybe they dropped a little bit, but I remember Barry Lunny was always wanting to play. You know, somebody like that. You know, they're like a Tulsa Union kind of. So anytime you go up to Rockhurst, that's a challenge right there. Yep. So we've got that that going on. We've got Springdale Harbor making the long trek uh, to Mustang, Oklahoma, uh, this Friday uh, for their final non-conference game. Uh, it's got that going on. And then Shiloh Christian will be home Friday night against Lincoln Christian. And that should be a good game. I, I've got the capsule uh, for that game in the Thursday Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. And Lincoln Christian has a really good quarterback who's put up some big numbers. So that's going on. But the game of the week this week, Ricky, is way down in Logan County. Leland's got his horses saddled up and watered up, and they're fed. He's got good hay in them, and he is taking the taking the, the ride down, far down to Logan County Friday night. Leland, this is going to be a great game. Harding Academy at Boonville. How about Boonville, who's lost to Harding Academy the last two years yep. in the playoffs, last year in the semifinals, both times, you know, it was at Harding Academy. Harding Academy's won three straight Class 3A state championships, and I said a couple of those at the expense of Boonville. Yep. Harding Academy gets bumped up to Class 4A because of the competitive equity factor. And what does Boonville do? They turn around and say, hey, Let's keep Let's playing. Play. Let's keep playing. <laughs> yeah. You know that? Doc Crowley, any anybody, any yeah, place, right. anytime. Yep. Well, you know, it was two years ago that they had an open date because of the COVID thing. Yeah. And they got to Texas to play. Went to play Timpson. It's a really good team. Yeah. And then, of course, they opened the season this year in Pine Bluff against Dollarway. Yeah. Yeah. And whip them. They ain't scared. No, they're not scared. Ain't It'll scared. be a good game. You're going to have Harding Academy's uh, passing attack. They like to throw it all over the place against Boonville's. Pound, 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 pound the football attack. And it'll be interesting because, you know, Cade Smith was going to be a returning starter for Harding Academy, the really good pitcher that's committed to the University of yes. Arkansas as a pitcher. Well, he decided to focus just on baseball, so now they've turned to a sophomore and uh, who uh, Coach Evans, you know, I, he, they were at the Shiloh Christian 7-on-7, seven seven, right. the Southwest League. And I talked to him there, and he said that this quarterback, even though he's the sophomore, uh, they don't feel like they drop off a whole lot. Now, obviously, there's a big difference between having a senior and a sophomore quarterback. Yeah. But they feel real good about this sophomore quarterback. Well, I remember Kyle Frazier was a sophomore quarterback at one time, too, at Shiloh Christian, and that turned out okay. Uh, I think uh, uh, Rhett Lashley was a sophomore quarterback he, he down at Junction City, yeah. and that turned out okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Leland, that'll be a great game that you'll have down there, uh, down at Boonville on Friday. That'll, that'll be a fantastic game. Uh, Harding Academy, 2-0. Uh, Boonville, 
two and zero, uh, and what a great job they did of putting that game together. So that will be that will be awesome. Um, we also got some other sports going on. We got volleyball, which is about the midway point, uh, Henry of the uh, of the conference season. Uh, looks like uh, Fayetteville. I don't. <laughs> they just won a big tournament over the weekend. Anybody going to beat them? I don't. I do not see it yeah. whatsoever. I think they're like nationally ranked somewhere, and Fixing goes like some sort of tournament in Las in Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. So uh, they, in fact, they have moved the game. Uh, they were supposed to play uh, Harbor, I believe, I or, South or Southside. They were supposed to play Southside on Thursday. They've backed that game up. It's going to be played tonight, um, and so that's going to be a big volleyball game tonight on Wednesday night. The, and that would done so that uh, Fayetteville can go ahead and get out of here and get to go to get down there, go to that tournament in Vegas. So good for them. Um, so they're very, very good, Ricky. Uh, you know, it, I don't think it would be a stretch to say probably the best bo- best volleyball team we've seen in this region in, in, in quite a long, maybe ever, maybe ever. Uh, fantastic. Um, and so got that going on. Uh, in golf, we had the big first tee two-day tournament yeah. uh, on uh, Monday and Tuesday. That was played at the Bella Vista Country Club up there. The Harbor Girls, I believe, and the Bentonville Boys. Boy, uh, Ken won, Early. Won, yep, there you go. That's Ken Early. Uh, they won that. Won that, and uh, so we have uh, coming up in a couple in two weeks. Uh, the girls will have their six A girls and all the other and other classifications will have their state golf tournaments coming up at the end of the month, and then the seven the six A boys will be the following week, uh, the first week of October. So golf season's getting wrapped up. Same thing with tennis. We have conference tournaments coming up at the end of this month, and then they'll have the state tournaments after that. So tennis will be getting wrapped up. Uh, the Chili Pepper Cross Country Festival will be coming to Fayetteville. Ricky, it'll uh, be it's first week in October. First week in October, so we've got that. And that always signals that it's it's really time for cross country, and they'll have that. And then the conference meet and the state meet uh, coming up for that toward the first week of November uh, that in Hot Springs, if I'm mm-hmm. right about that. And then volleyball, uh, again, we mentioned they're at the halfway point, and they will be having their state tournaments uh, mid-October with the state finals also down in Hot Springs the week before the state cross-country meet. So fall sports are wrapping up. Uh, we had a little bit of coolness uh, in the air. Man, I love it. I mean, when I get up in the morning, yeah, yeah. before I send my wife, I say, you better wear a coat, and she comes home, you know, sweating because yeah. it, it warms up it pretty warms quickly. Up but, yeah, we're getting that cool weather. I love that cool weather. Ricky, it's it's almost uh, a time to have a little campfire. Campfire. Uh, I love night. me a good old campfire yeah. with some s'mores yeah. or a hot dog. Yes, sir, a hot dog or four or five. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, something, yeah something. at least. Yeah, no, something like that. Chili uh, yeah, you, you know, hot dogs are good. They're healthy. You know, you can get turkey dogs. You ever have a turkey dog? No. Don't I'm, do it, Ricky. Don't, 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 oh. don't, don't, don't go down that road. And I definitely cool. no tofu dogs. Oh, my goodness. Oh. No, we don't want any yeah. of that. Any of that. Uh, Leland, what else is going on before we talk about uh, unveiling a little surprise for this weekend? Well, uh, you know, you talked about, of course, the long sleeves. My wife laughed at me Sunday morning because I wore long sleeves to church yeah. Sunday morning. Yeah. So, you know, uh, Leland's it, also it a guy that likes, you know, 98 degree weather yeah. down there. Yeah, it was definitely a little chilly. <laughs> but talk about the games in this week, and don't forget about Nashville. Yeah, oh, at, yeah in Charleston. Yes, that's right. That's another big one between two tradition-rich uh, schools. It's uh, going to be a knockdown drag out, too. And maybe the most overlooked game down here this week is Waldron going to Mansfield. That's a rivalry game. Okay, yeah. And last week, Logan Young for Waldron rushed for 301 yards on 35 carries in Waldron's win over Falk. 
Wow. And of course, Mansfield has, you know, Cole Kendall and a couple of other Greenwood uh, move-ins as well. So that's a really big game for those two teams as well. Big, big, some big games this weekend, Ricky. Some, you know, a lot of teams taking off, but there's some big games out there. So if you're a listener, go out there and catch a good high school football game on Friday night because there's going to be quite a few in the area uh, to go see. Hey, is Falk, are they called, you got to tell them, they got to be called uh, River Monsters or something, right? You have any idea what Falk is called? They're the Panthers. The, the Panthers. Panthers. Come on, Falk. Are, yeah, the Panthers. Be better. They could have they could, they could have had they something really special. River Monsters or something. Absolutely. Absolutely. I That's saw it. that movie. Steer scared me. <laughs> <laughs> and that was just last week that he saw it. Yeah. Um, so let me unveil a little surprise for you. If you're in the River Valley. Ta-da. Yeah. If you're in the River Valley and you are a subscriber to the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette slash River Valley Democrat Gazette, uh, starting this week, this Sunday, uh, you will have a four-page River Valley Democrat Gazette section with your Democrat Gazette. It has been a four-page section up until now. This week it goes to an eight-page section. Two of those pages will be sports pages. Woohoo! River Valley-only content. River Valley unique, River Valley-only content. So the, the sports content that we'll have each week, we will have a, a nice feature by our, our main man down there, Leland, yeah. he will have a nice feature each week. This week it's Julius Thomas, a football player at Fort Smith Northside, but it could be anybody, any, anybody. We will have uh, Kevin Taylor, a former sports reporter for the Southwest Times Record, uh, will be doing a small colleges report in which he will document the performances by River Valley athletes who are playing at the collegiate level. Uh, so if you got a, a, a former player that's doing well at the University of Central Oklahoma or, or Wachita or wherever, uh, you know, Cowley County Community College, uh, we want to know about it, and we will document their uh, successes uh, in his notebook. Uh, but the big thing that I'm real happy with is, and, and, and can't wait to talk about, Leland, is the coverage of UA Fort Smith, the college down there, which has gotten not a lot of coverage here in the past, and they're doing good things over there, and they always have and a great tradition when it was West Art College, mm-hmm. now UA Fort Smith, and our man Harold McIlvain is going to be all over UA Fort Smith moving forward. You know what? And this, is, this is just not a bunch of yahoos or retreads like us. No. These are, this is a top-line guy. Leland, of course, been doing this for a long time. And, uh, and Kevin Taylor, uh, he's been around there for a while, even Harold. So this is uh, from the best writers in River Valley. So. Yep. Man, if you're in the, if you're in that area, man, you got to get that Sunday section. We are excited. Uh, so we want to let you guys know uh, in the River Valley that uh, we we want to uh, uh, certainly uh, write about your kids and talk about your kids. So if you got kids who are excelling, let us know. Reach out to Leland. Reach out to me. Reach out to Harold. Reach out to Kevin. Uh, whichever you know, whoever you can get in touch with, and let us know about it. And we want to uh, you know to make sure that the River Valley is covered uh, like a blanket. And uh, Arkansas Fort Smith, man, yeah, the, that's good because they deserve that, man. Yep. They're they're big time down yep. there. Yep. Yeah, we have a lot of things planned, a lot of features coming up the next uh, month and a half that uh, you know we've already talked about. And and you're right, UAFS. I think it's safe to say that the sports coverage for them, uh, they've been slighted. Yeah, they have been. Definitely. They have been. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna make up for that. It's uh, Leland. I, I took Leland and Harold. Uh, they were the, Kevin was tied up last week, couldn't make it. But Leland and Harold, 
uh, we met uh, down at George's, Ricky, you know, best burgers oh, around, oh, you know, yeah. at George's, you know, if you, if uh, there used to be a thing, Leland, if you wanted to know what was going on in Fort Smith, just go to George's at lunch and you, you, you could get, uh, you, uh, there's no telling what was being discussed at lunch at, at George's. It was, you know, street projects and new, new buildings and new restaurants and whatever opening. If it was happening in Fort Smith, it was going to be discussed George. at George's before, you know, it ever was official. So you had, I like that Greek spaghetti too. Yeah, oh, yeah. So we went down there last week and met with the SID, uh, Justin, uh, the Sports Information Director at UA Fort Smith, and kind of laid out our plans on what we want to do for coverage of UA Fort Smith. And I tell you what, I've seen a lot of happy faces on Christmas morning when you give a kid a, a, a big Tonka truck or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Justin's Christmas Day was, was last Tuesday. His eyes got real big. He goes, you're going you're gonna to have stories about us every week? And I said, yeah, you're going to get sick of seeing Harold McIlvain at your, <laughs> in your office, but he's going to be there a lot. It's not, it could be worse. It could be Ricky Firespace you see all the time. Yeah, it is. I used to be down there for a while, too. <laughs> so he was happy. We're happy. We're excited about it, and we're making a big-time push into the River Valley. And uh, what is it they said in uh, – was it t- uh, Tombstone or whatever? I'm, I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. <laughs> I'm not telling you what I'm bringing with me, but I'm coming. Uh, well, and, you know, Harold, Harold's kind of like one of those stallions that you finally let the reins go. Yeah. And, uh, and he's going to take off. He takes off. He takes off and he's gone. So he's excited about it. So that will be this Sunday and every Sunday in the River Valley Democrat Gazette. You're going to now have sports coverage in the River in the River Valley Democrat Gazette. And we're starting with this, and it's going to continue to get big and, and big and big and big. And the, the, once that once that rock gets rolling, Ricky, it's, it's rolling. It ain't stopping, yeah. It ain't stopping. Well, and, you know, and one of the other things we're going to be doing, too, is we're going to be from selected games on Friday night. We're going to kind of expand on that game because, and, and you know, Ricky's, Rick's talked about this before, and Henry's, you know, we're all like this, is we cover a game on Friday night. And, of course, we've got about 30 minutes to, yeah. to put our story together. And it's really, um, it's it's almost like the cliff notes. We're skimming. We're just skimming. Of yeah. A, of the game. Yeah, we're it's skimming. meatball surgery. Yeah, yeah, we're skimming. Then you, you know, go given back another, and do the Given another 30 or 45 minutes, we could all write at least twice as much as yeah. we do. And yeah. go in depth yeah. on, I mean, we could write paragraphs sometimes on just one play. Sure. Uh, you know, we get an angle from a receiver and then talk to the quarterback about what he saw and the offense coordinator, what he might have saw in the second quarter that might open that play up in the fourth quarter. Uh and uh, so we're going to be able to expand on that as well yep. on selected games in Sunday's edition. Exactly. So get, looking forward to that. And, and if you are not a subscriber to the paper, you can still buy the print. It's going to be in the printed edition. It's, they'll have the, also in the print. Uh, but if you're a subscriber, of course, you get our content every day uh, on, on the iPad or, or, or however you get it. Uh, but it'll be the print edition. So we're excited about that. So that's going to wrap up this edition of Prep Riley, the podcast. And we'll be back with you next week. We'll talk about more high school sports here. So, for Henry Apple, for Lena Barclay, for Rick Fires, I'm Chip Souza signing off. We'll be back with you next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. See ya. The Prep Rally Podcast is produced and directed by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Find us on SoundCloud, Apple, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher.